The move made big headlines in 2020. California companies packing up and moving to business-friendly Texas. Whether these moves were planned before the pandemic or a result of the fundamental shifts in business and personal lives caused by COVID-19, the draw of Texas is tempting. But what does that mean for San Antonio specifically? We've got assets here and an approach to life from a deep cultural and artistic standpoint. They want to be able to afford a home, start a family, and go somewhere where they can build wealth and legacy. They don't like San Antonio compared to Austin. And I get it because we're not Austin. I'm Erica Zucco, and this is Commerce Street, a business podcast from Ken's Five. We wanted to learn more about how the migration of businesses into Texas could benefit San Antonio and its workforce. Even if a lot of the moves are to bigger cities right now, what draw is there to the Alamo City? And what work can be done to make it a consistent top choice? We talked with the CEO of TechBlock about how San Antonio can continue growing as a tech and business destination. We also talked to the San Antonio Economic Development Foundation, a public and private collaborative nonprofit group dedicated to growing skilled jobs in San Antonio. An SAEDF spokesperson says half of their recruitment projects in 2020 were businesses moving operations from California to San Antonio. Another draw, individuals moving here to work remotely. Sean Atwood, vice president of business development for SAEDF, says the draws of San Antonio have been years in the making and shared a recent move expected to make a big impact. People tend to know that Texas is business friendly, but when you are pitching the San Antonio metro region in general, what specifically do you pitch to people to kind of draw them here as opposed to choosing another city? Though I know the regional development is good for the entire state, but what, what draws people to San Antonio specifically? Well, I, I, would, say, I would say quality of life. Um, you know, uh, we're, we're living in a world right now that uh, is, we're, we're in a global world right now. Um, you know, it, the idea of, uh, of, of, you know, um, you know, just protectionism, you know, it doesn't really work uh, for, for economic growth. You need diversity. You need diversity. I cannot say that more than enough. And San Antonio has an extreme level of diversity. And what I like to say about San Antonio is that it's not just, oh, we have diversity. And so we're proud of that. And we deal with that. We lean into it. You know, we, we invest in it. Um, traditionally, our city council um, has uh, supported policies and written budgets that focus on equity and, and putting investments back into neighborhoods that might have traditionally been overlooked if you had uh, like a spreading peanut butter kind of mentality over spending public funds to, you know, uh, to improve streets and sidewalks and schools and whatnot. Uh, so I'll take it a step further. And I think that economic mobility is a big uh, part of those investments that aren't really discussed very often because we do focus a lot on you know roads and streets and bridges and all that are very important. But uh, what we've done to invest in economic mobility, I think, is very interesting. San Antonio is a gift to many of these folks that they want to live the urban lifestyle. They want to have access to outdoor recreation. They want to be able to afford a home, start a family, and go somewhere where they can build wealth and legacy and make a difference. And that's San Antonio. So that's very much a big part of our message here. I know the pandemic has obviously changed recruitment in general and companies moving and the decisions they're gonna make about that. But in 2020, of the companies or of the people that you saw coming to Texas, um, 
what were there still, was there still movement to San Antonio and regionally, were there some areas that maybe saw the most movement here? Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, you know, so, so I think everybody saw a little bit of a slowdown, um, you know, just because especially, uh, with certain types of jobs, uh, you know, there, there was a lot of uh, austerity, you know, just wait and see. Um, but, you know, we did see some activity out of the West Coast. I think about half of uh, the projects that we were working and, and there were relocations um, were from the West Coast. And I think we're seeing that trend nationwide uh, as it relates to Texas relocations. Uh, you know, Texas uh, just, you know, scored some pretty big names over the past uh, four months or so. Um, and, and look, you know, um, I'll, I'll come out and say it. Uh, Austin's killing it right now. And it would be nice to, you know, uh, you know, have some of those big names. But that doesn't really worry me too much um, in the sense that if, if you look over time, what's happening is we're becoming a regional powerhouse. And so we need to play to our strengths. And so I think the companies that, you know, were, were making the biggest, fastest moves that made the biggest headlines, um, you know, they're companies that uh, they um, – they make big bets. They make, uh, uh, you know, bets that, that, that create uh, just changes for the species in a very positive way um, uh, that, that um, you know, they need to attract, uh, you know, the, the most ambitious, unattached, fresh talent. And, you know, I'll give it to Austin. Like they've done a tremendous job of building a brand um, and of attracting a certain type of creative talent that helps drive those innovations for companies like, you know, Tesla and Neuralink, you know, the, you know, that's pretty recent. Neuralink is going to be expanding in Austin as well. Um, you have Oracle. Um, but, you know, the thing about San Antonio and something that we really need to be proud of is our strengths, right? And so we're very complimentary to Austin. You know, San Antonio, we're very execution oriented. Uh, we have a lot of operators in this city uh, the type of talent that keeps the internet running, right? The type of talent that is very orderly and execution driven. And you see some great successes there uh, behind, you know, USAA and HEB, for example, and there's some national attention for those models. And so another kind of going back to one of your original questions, we also have to think about our strengths and complement them and, and, and do it very intentionally with Austin. So when I look at Austin, although we have a lot of talent in this space, you look at the entire world, Austin is leading in creative capital around engineering, both hardware and software, uh, you know, development um, on, uh, for, for that. So that, that also means new product ideas and the user experience around it and all the professionals that support a launch of a new product. You know, Austin is probably a global leader there, right? They're, they're doing a great job. Okay, they're, we're right there. We're right next, we're next door neighbors. And what we lead is we lead in cybersecurity, um, we, we, we have an amazing cluster of advanced manufacturing, um, and you can see how cybersecurity and advanced manufacturing go hand in hand. Uh, we, we lead in uh, it, internet infrastructure work, you know, so it's kind of the stuff that you don't see that's unsexy that keeps the internet running. Uh, we have a very strong legacy with Rackspace here in San Antonio um, that is in a very large way responsible for where the cloud is today. And we have many of those professionals that have cycled through and gone on to start up new companies and support existing growing companies here in San Antonio. But the trend that I still see is that we have a lot of stability. We have folks that can keep things running. Um, and what happens is over time, uh, capital starts to liberate itself 
uh, to cities like San Antonio where the VCs might actually not live here. And we're seeing that from the pandemic as well. David Hurd is the CEO of TechBlock, an organization that fosters tech talent and connects the tech community to advocate and impact. He echoed Sean's feelings about the advantages of San Antonio, but says it's important to see both the progress made and work to do. I think that one of the things is very sobering at some level. People don't like to hear about Austin. They don't like San Antonio compared to Austin. And I get it because we're not Austin and we never will be for many good reasons. However, it's just the house that's located next door. Things that go on in that house are impactful to you because of its proximity. And that's our proximity to Austin. And also it's an advantage for us. And I think it's sobering to sometimes remember that Austin has about 5,500 tech companies from the largest all the way down to the smallest startups. That's generously um, about 10 times the number of tech companies in San Antonio, maybe more. So we've got a tremendous challenge, but we also have a tremendous opportunity. If we can regionally build alliances with Austin, if we can build a metroplex here that is not just about San Antonio versus Austin, uh, this could be a central Texas story that um, could pay huge dividends for San Antonio. It's certainly not a new theme. I'm interested in us moving past that platitude, that platitudinal statement to real action, really creating bridges to Austin in impactful ways where we start working together more. Um, I think that's the opportunity over the next 10 to 20 years. So all of the tech company movements to Austin, the workforce development they've had there, it could be very beneficial to San Antonio if we can figure out ways to work together better. Going back to kind of where we've been over the past year or so during the pandemic, a lot of industries have taken a really hard hit. Um, a lot of local technology industries and companies have been doing okay. Talk to me about kind of what we've seen and also what those companies doing well does for our overall economy. Well, it's been an interesting period, the pandemic for everyone, but for the tech industry, um, for better or worse, in terms of the human impact, it's, it's been economically um, kind of a flourishing, a period of flourishing, I think, as everybody can see. So many industries from leisure, tourism, uh, restaurant, bar, those types of things uh, have taken huge hits. And of course, the human impact is, is significant and our hearts go out to all of those workers. But uh, this period has underscored for the tech industry and really all citizens in the United States, how important a highly skilled tech ready workforce is not only to our national economy, but even our local economy at, at the tech Community has been the means by which um, communities have stayed connected. Um, businesses have transacted with their customers and students even in the, in the homes have continued to learn. And uh, this period, although tragic on many, many levels has really shown the importance of tech and that skilled tech ready workforce. And in fact, uh, I pulled down some statistics while other industries have been sort of dormant and or declining during this period, um, as we've had lockdowns and the like, uh, there have been over 4 million job postings US-wide over the last 10 months in IT alone, which shows that um, not only has the industry not experienced the same type of decline, it's been an explosive growth for tech. And so um, it underscores the importance for us in San Antonio to remain committed to building a tech economy and workforce in our community so we don't get left behind from an economic development standpoint.
we've heard that a lot of businesses are interested in Texas because Texas is so business friendly. We have great weather here, but pretty good quality of life almost everywhere. But what is it that makes San Antonio different and what can be done to draw people specifically companies specifically to San Antonio and not necessarily the other metropolitan cities? This has been the fundamental question from all of the interests that are interested in building our tech community that I listed before. When you distill down our competitive advantages, our, our differentiators, what are the one or two, maybe three talking points that really hit at why San Antonio over or not maybe um, certainly cities outside Texas, but even Houston, Dallas, and Austin that enjoy the same type of geographic advantages that we do. And the themes that keep coming up are one of, you know, San Antonio's culture being um, deep, rich, diverse, and um, his very historic. You know, we've got assets here and an approach to life from a deep cultural and artistic standpoint that I think stands out among Texas cities. I think the other thing is our, our workforce is a hardworking, grounded uh, workforce that, that doesn't have a strong sense of entitlement. I think that there is a hunger among our young people and indeed really all our workers to, um, to do the right things, to, to develop skills and, and be uh, diligent workers on behalf of their employers. Um, you know, we, we tend to be a, a community that loves our city and is committed to our city. We don't have as many transient workers, maybe outside of the military uh, experience, but a lot of our workforce were born and raised in San Antonio. More and more, we do have some people moving here, but you go to a place like Austin, a good chunk of their workforce is displaced from other communities recently. What level of commitment do they have to really the city of Austin? I would suggest not as deep as San Antonians have to their city. I mean, just look at the pride we take in the San Antonio Spurs is just one example of the community pride that we have here. Um, and then I think the other aspect is that we are a little bit of a frictionless uh, town in terms of getting things done. And what I mean by that is we come together really well. Um, we tell often companies, if you move your company to San Antonio, you're never, you're never further than one or two phone calls away from the mayor if you need a meeting with the mayor. That's not true in the Bay Area. That's not true in New York City. So we come together, we support our own. Um, if you need access to leaders or resources, it's not difficult to reach out and receive them. One successful recent move by a company from out of state is the Pabst Corporation. You might know it for PBR or Pabst Blue Ribbon Beer, but that's just one part of the company. Sean says working with them has been a perfect example of what can happen when a company moves here. So, so we've really enjoyed working with Pabst and everybody, I, I, I don't wanna say everybody, right? But usually when I say Pabst, they're like, oh yeah, that's that beer that grandma used to love, yeah. right? But here, here's the thing, uh, you know, Pabst, they, they've always maintained uh, some type of small operation, really historically over the past several years, they've maintained a pretty small operation in San Antonio. Uh, and it, were, it was tech jobs, but, you know, it, it, was, it was very unsexy. Uh, they, they are a brand acquisition company and a lifestyle company. So check them out. I mean, they're doing a lot of great stuff with culture, uh, with alternative sports and with art. 
Um, and then they also happen to have several dozen popular drink brands, including Pabst and, and Lone Star, may I add, and Pearl. Um, so uh, through our, uh, our BR&E program, which is business retention and expansion, um, we prioritize uh, uh, just as much time as we spend on recruitment and reaching out to the business community. And so, uh, you know, Pabst turned into a boring back office story to the GM visited San Antonio on several occasions. And after really spending some time downtown, uh, his interest was piqued because he saw all those things I was talking about earlier, um, the culture, the diversity, just the love that people had for the city and the investments that were being put in the city, right? And so that turned into a conversation that eventually led into Pabst relocating their headquarters to San Antonio during a tricky time too. Uh, you know, they, they made that decision in the middle of 2020 um, and so they're expected to grow their workforce. Uh, they'll probably have anywhere between 100 and 150 employees working at the HQ. Right now, they're downtown San Antonio. What's so great about the PAP story is that it's not the thing that you see in the headlines all the time. Okay, uh, there were no city incentives. So there was no taxpayer dollars or anything like that that went for them relocating. And they immediately started investing in the community. Uh, I don't know if, if every, all the listeners have heard about this, but uh, they purchased a warehouse, uh, I think, off of um, Avenue B over there off the of Broadway, you know, near the Pearl. And they're building a uh, culture park. So it's going to have a BMX park, a skate park, movie theater, art gallery. Um, they're going to do merch. They're, they're really just trying to, you know, be part of, part of the change um, it, it, because that's what they've done in some of the other big cities they've had presences in. Is there anything else that you think is important for people to know on this topic or just anything else that we miss? You know, I'd like to also talk about quality of life. Mm -hmm. uh, Texas is a beautiful state, uh, okay? But we are really fortunate to live right here at the edge of the hill country. It's infinite. And I think that just over the past year or so, um, everybody, right, um, from all walks of life has had maybe a little bit more of uh, just existential time with themselves, right? And I think the thing that brings us all back to earth is being part of something that's beautiful, right? Experiencing beauty, experiencing art, experiencing culture. And that is something that I do not want to overlook, and it should be integrated with all of these economic conversations, is you want to live in a city where not only you could build wealth and prosperity, but you can enjoy diversity, quality of life that comes from beautiful art, culture, the opportunity to integrate with other people and learn different perspectives and do so in as many public squares as you possibly can. And maybe during these like post COVID times, that's even more important. We have so many public spaces here. We have over a hundred miles. Um, much of it is either paved or uh, very well maintained uh, trails, river walks, you know, uh, areas to congregate with public art, the San Pedro Creek project, the, the, the uh, West side creeks projects that's bringing these, beautiful historic neighborhoods now linked to downtown where that two to three miles to get to downtown used to be a lot harder. But once this project's done, we're going to be one of the most walkable cities in Texas. In fact, I, I think we will be the most walkable city in Texas. I'm just going to say that right now. Um, and that's important, you know, because the, the other side to this is quality of life. And that's the most important side. That's what gives us our confidence. That's what helps us feel at home, right? And so I, I want to normalize 
including that into the conversation as well. When folks really think about where my, wherever I'm moving my employees, are they going to be happy here? I think San Antonio is, is definitely one of the, the top choices there. Probably number one in Texas. Thanks for listening to this episode of Commerce Street. We have a lot of episodes similar to this one on Apple, Spotify, and kens5.com slash commerce street. Subscribe for future episodes about business and technology here in San Antonio. I'm Erica Zucco with producer Kristen Dean. Thanks for listening.